Yo, everybody, Tito Override, and are you ready to bring the pain for you this week? Oh, yeah. If you haven't been over to Dr. Roto, don't think because it's just playoffs that we're not throwing out. Yeah, we don't have the seasonal articles going out right now because we don't really need to, but our DFS articles are out. And if you're playing in a playoffs league where you can, you know, draft players or you're going to run a certain amount of players, or you pick players every week, whatever the format is, get over there. Danger just dropped his rankings. And it's in the subs only Discord as well, too. So you got to get to Dr. Roto right now. We even threw up a couple free articles today. The NBA content, the NHL content is hitting. College basketball is hitting. You know how we do it. That's what we do. Now let's get ready to bring the pain. Oh, yeah, man. All right. First of all, I want to say thanks again for giving me the support and supporting Bring the Pains podcast all year long. Man, I came at y'all three a week, but I loved every moment of it. And just there was so much fun to just love and grow and earn and earn money and make money and make money from betting and DFS and just have a good time. And that's why, again, the subs only Discord because there is some great times happening in there. Dig it? Yeah. All right. Well, my hard hits and cool picks. And then, of course, my IDP hits of the week. Ended up, my pick, four picks a week ended up being 62-7-2 and two for the year. That's not bad. First year. And, you know, again, I want to go back to the record thing. The record thing is more so just saying, hey, I hit that many times. Hey, I lost this many times. Hey, I had a couple ties. There's sometimes guys didn't start that didn't count. But at the same time, what I was trying to do was trying to give you all players that were lower owned on all of your waiver wires that would have helped you win for any injuries or if you just wanted to stream defense. A lot of people stream defense. So that was practically the meaning of that article and just, you know, getting to the waiver wire and getting those lower owned players. And I mean, EJ Speed at the end of the year, Khalid Hudson at the end of the year, there was some bangers that just kept popping out every single week. And then again, I how many times I had to bring up between time primetime player and Dilla that you know, we were sitting there talking and we would I would be like, yo, play this player, right? And then next thing you know, this player's picking off a pick six. Literally, when Branch did that on the first game of the year, it set the tone for the hard hits and cool picks podcast and the IDP heats of the week, making sure that I was a RDP hero for all of you. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm here. And don't think I won't be back. I'm going to make sure that I stay constant with my podcast this year, unlike last year. So keep tuning in to DrRoto.com and my podcast at Spreaker.com as well, too. Go there. Follow me. Read my content. I got more than sports there. You want to know my top 10 wrestlers of all time? That's there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's how you get it. Right. So let's go. So after all the seasons are done, I actually had something come up in, in one of my leagues. So they went back and they gave Hubbard a point from like three weeks ago. Now, why that was a problem was this dude advanced in the playoffs to play for the championship. Right. But in actuality, he lost. So now the dude, the dude that should have been in the championship game was out because at the time, he didn't have that point, but he lost so close that when they switched that point, now, mind you, our dude paid out the league fee immediately. Like the, he paid the champion immediately. So what ended up happening was, was that the, the league, he, he had to go, Hey, you won 
but unfortunately they changed the schedule and then that changed the whole lineup and it put the other guy through and the other guy actually won the championship. What happened was the guy kept the hundred dollars and the other guy put the title next to his name. I guess that was fair, but again, that is a wild thing. So I wanted to bring that up from a seasonal point of view that man, sometimes point changes happen. Maybe we shouldn't pay out that fast, but at the same time, I see why you did. You just wanted you know, clean slate next year, bang. And it had been already already over a week, but that change was huge. That was huge. It literally rechanged the whole playoff. It took a team that won the championship and then took them out of it. Anyway, let's get to the Super Bowl faves. Actually, I'm just going to say it. I think the Ravens and the San Francisco 49ers are the favorites. I'm going to agree with that. There's just really no flaw. And now that Mark Andrews is back for the Ravens, oh, man. But there's some, there's some wicked weather going through the Northeast right now. So, I mean, we already heard about the game of Buffalo. That's just going to be, oof. you know, that's just Buffalo nasty, you know, in playoff time, January football. Like, it's just nasty. So, you know, you're not going to probably want to target those players as much in DFS. But so somebody's going to have to, right? I mean, somebody's, it, there's there's some value there. We're going to, we're gonna, we'll talk about that on my very contrarian lineup, of course, on the Ultra contrarian show. So let's get to it. All right. Uh, Browns versus Texans. I got the Texans win. I think the Browns can win this game. I love Jerome Ford in this game, especially his prices on both sites. You know, DK and FanDuel. DK especially, he's 5,500. And he can get the run. The only thing is, is that, of course, Hunt's always be Hunt's always getting those touchdowns. And he seems to just not get carries. But all the Browns got to do is give this dude 20 to 25 touches, whether it be through the passing game, whether it be through the rushing game. And I will tell you that Ford can do good. But, man, I think Houston's going to straight come up in here and gun. It's going to be one of those things that's just going to go down like that, right? So when, you know, C.J. Stroud's lighting up the Browns, and okay, so Delpit's out. That's already out. It's the, all the outs just came out, and there's a lot of people that are out right now. And – Delpit is that's a big loss for Cleveland right now, right? Because that just shifts everything in that secondary, and that makes the long ball, the Nico Collins, all more just just devastating. Is gonna happen, and they're gonna have to cover Dalton Schultz, and they've been kind of thin at the linebacker too, and even the line, you know, like so it, it's like Miles Garrett's gonna be back there, right? But they're gonna have to respect. In the last game, man, they gave that ball to Devin Singletary like 26 times. Like, they're really about taking that stress off of C.J. Stroud. They can win this game. But at the same time, Browns can win this game. Browns did it. But, hey, this is home game. I'm going Houston. I'm just going to say it. Dolphins, Chiefs, in, in what's supposed to be the coldest NFL game ever played. Well, I'm going to take the Chiefs. Home field advantage. The Chiefs running game has looked great over the past month. You can't argue that. I mean, if it wasn't for Pacheco and everybody else, you know, putting in even Clyde Edwards-Hilaire filling in for Pacheco the same way, you can see right now the Chiefs can dominate a game with the running game and the defense playing strong. And Patrick Mahomes can be actually average Mahomes and they can still win a game. So that being said, that only makes them more devastatingly more dangerous because What's going to happen then is, of course, when it comes to playoff football, the two things you want to do is play good defense and be able to run the ball in 
the playoffs exactly for the reason that you're going to get in Kansas City and in Buffalo. So that being said, when you take everything and you put it together, I mean, there's no way the Chiefs should win this game. And the Dolphins are just too banged up. They, they're just not going to be able to stop them. This is going to be it, right? Packers, Cowboys. I'm taking the Cowboys easily. I think the Packers can move the ball. I think the Packers can definitely make enough plays to win this game. The key for the Packers is going to be Aaron Jones. They need to give, they've been giving Aaron Jones the ball a ton. And what has happened for the Packers since then? It's opened up the passing game, no matter which receivers hurt, not hurt back there. Wicks is going crazy now. And it's just like, oh, where's Christian Watson? We don't know. He ain't even been a factor this year, right? It's been a little bit of Dobbs. And of course, it's been our, our guy, Jalen, Jaden Reed, right? But that is what's going on in all to make this game hard for Dallas, all they got to do is just work them passes to Aaron Jones out the backfield. Dallas ain't ready for that. That nope, telling you because they're gonna be have, they're gonna have to guard those receivers, right? And now you got Musgrave back, and you still have crap. So it's gonna work, man. I'm telling you. But Dallas is definitely gonna win this game because man, they just that's too much power. And the Packers are still not that defensively. They're 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 stout. They're good. But Dallas is going to wear them out. Dallas plays like they did last game. Dallas is going to wipe them out, man. But, hey, that's still going to be a fun game and a game to target for DFS-wise. All right, let's move. Steelers-Bills. We, we we mentioned that, right? Bills win. Uh, Steelers, I think they, they have it. If TJ Watt was playing in a game like this, sloppy, wet game like this, so they, they, the Steelers would definitely have a chance. But Highsmith can still fill in. Just too many injuries to linebacker. And the Bills' offense is really good. Look, they'll be able to work the small passes to Diggs. They did that last game, and they worked Shakir, and they they showed that you know Sherfield can definitely step up if needed. They don't have Gabe Davis, but they got Dawson Knox back, and he showed up last week, scored that Dawson Knox touchdown. We're all used to that breaking our hearts because you know that's just what happens. But with Kincaid still out there too, Kincaid was still getting to work. So this game's going to be underneath. You're going to look for Josh Allen to be having to run a little bit though because. The Steelers' defense is still pretty stout up front, even without Watt. So, that being said, yeah, this game, if the weather really affects it, could go either way. But I still think the stronger team is the Bills. Mason Rudolph made a nice story and a good headline going into next season for the Steelers. But, hey, man, Steelers, maybe they can do it. It's a slop again. Rams versus Lions. I'm going horns up. Ram Nation, let's go. I don't care about no, no stories about Stafford going home. If this is... Stafford's last game in Detroit, then he doesn't come back and he retires and runs off in the sunset, whatever he does. That's it. So maybe this is right now, maybe this is Matt Stafford's Super Bowl. So that means the Lions really need to be watching out for that. But also, Jared Goff is a little pissed too. So, you know, he's going to be working those passes over to Amon St. Brown. And now, now we're just going to go, we're going to look at this like it, Montgomery is going to be churning the yards between the tackles. Gibbs is a handful. You know, the Rams defense is good, but not that great. However, if Aaron Donald can get a massive pass rush on Jared Goff, we know that he can make those mistakes that can turn into pick sixes. And that touchdown may be the difference in this game. I mean, this looks like the game to blow up. This is the game I'm definitely stacking DFS wise with a few players. Stafford being one of them, but at the same time, I'm this game is just gonna be crazy. So you're gonna have to get over to my my ultra contrarian 
show. And you're going to have to see that lineup because you're really going to like it. That DraftKings one is wild. Oh, yeah. So let's move along, right? So you know you was waiting for it. You got it. It's Eagles, Bucks. I'm going to take the Eagles, although I really love the Bucks to just beat them down, right? Like everything can work for the Bucks. White looks great. Mayfield's going to play good. Kate Auten looks good. It looks like, you know, good. Godwin is going to be running wild, man. Right? Just the Eagles can't cover nobody. And then you got Mike Evans out there. Mike Evans is literally just going to smash this week. But the Eagles got their players back. And the Eagles, you know, you're good. This game is going to just be wild. But with, you know, with the weather right now, not so bad. I mean, we're down in Tampa. So the Eagles will be like, oh, Away from home, home's getting beat down with the, the winter storm coming through. They're going to be all nice and warm, right? And they're going to run in there, and they're going to win this game. The Eagles are the stronger team. But, I mean, they're going to have to stop the Bucks, and the Bucks definitely can score on this Eagles defense. Oh, yeah. Well, you know you waited for it, and you wonder who it is. Are you ready for the... Your pick of the week, oh yeah, yeah, and that pick is Kyron Williams. Yes, he's the most expensive DFS back, right? It don't matter. The Rams give him the ball too much. When he gets near the goal line, he scores touchdowns. They give him the ball, right? And they run the plays with Cooper Cup, and they have so many weapons right now. Robinson emergence, and then of course Huka Nakua. I just, I, that's why I don't think Detroit has enough like in the secondary to stop everybody and right now at the level that Puka is playing it's going to take a man out there to stop that big dude running down the field because he's hungry and they know how to win that's what I'm saying this Rams team knows how to win so they are going to put a lot of pressure on the Lions and the Rams are going to eat that one out but man Eagles man woo we're going to do it and Kyron Williams, like I said, gets the ball too much. So if you want to go any betting, if you're looking at like over, if you can get like a over 14 or 15 attempts for, for Williams, get that now. Yards are probably going to put him at 70 or 80. So you're probably going to want to go with maybe the 40 or 50 for on the alt line. That'll be good. If they even give you, they're probably going to give you the minimum at 40. So then the 50 is probably going to be uh, probably like a negative 320, maybe a negative 220. Probably 320. I could even see it higher than that, too. But at the same time, you know, when you when you look at that, it's like that's going to be something to play. But as Kyron Williams touchdown, it's probably a negative 115. I haven't looked at any of this yet overall. I mean, I, I, I looked at it earlier in the week, but it all changes. So it's not, you know, it's whatever it's worth right now. It is definitely information for you. But Kyron Williams is going to be the player that you're going to want to play on your DFS lineups. Oh, yeah. So get over to Dr. Roto, get all the articles under your belt, win some money, get some bets, and always remember to bring the pain. Ooh, yeah. Have a great day, everybody, and may the points be with you. Yeah.